0: Are you a girl? all right? <laughs> welcome, hey, to 39. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. Uh, this is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Um, and where you saw my dryer going in the background. <laughs> uh, if you are wondering who I am, who's this lady on the internet? I'm Natalie Pierre Lewis, I'm the host of the show. I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like get your business paperwork together. So if you need help with things like getting registered with the state, contracts, getting EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, uh, hiring policies, basic brand protection strategies, operating agreements, non-closure agreements, all of those things, I help you get them done. Why am I qualified to help in business formation? Um, I have been licensed for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and other both online and offline, I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, <clears throat> excuse me, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as expected. the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school. But a lot of you have amazing business ideas. There are just some things that you're going to need to know, okay? Um, and that's just how it works. So if you are in the startup phase of your business or if you've, you know, you're in the first steps and you kind of need someone to help you come up with a roadmap on what's the next step to take. I am your girl. And how do you get in contact with me? You go to tree forward slash NPL consulting firm, link tree forward slash NPL consulting firm, link tree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you're going to be able to book it if you're a first-time client. You're also going to be able to download the free Biz Launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven or less. Um, as well, if you feel like you need a little bit more time, um, so my one-hour session starts at 2.47, but I do have a special on Tuesdays where you can get 25 minutes of you know one-on-one time with me for $25. So there's many different ways to get in contact with me, and I can't wait to um, interact with you. Now on to the show. So the way that the show works is I pull stories that I find in the news, on blog sites, stories that you lovely people send to me, um, and stories that my Google Alerts send me, and I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we discuss them. This is a time for us to talk to each other, to reach. don't be shy about putting your comments um, in the box. As you can, um, you know, I'm very interactive. (coughs) Hi, Matthew B. Um, yeah, so it's a time for us to talk to each other, so don't be afraid to get to jump in the fray, okay? So we are going to get started right about now, okay? I've got three stories today, not just two, I've got three, um, and the first one, the first story I found, I literally found this about an hour before I got on here. Um, as you can see, the title of today's show is Michaela Cole Knows Her Worth. If you know who Michaela Cole is, please give me an is there a gum emoji? Get just give me an M in the comments. If you know who Michaela Cole is, give me an M in the comments. Now, for those of you who may not know who Michaela Cole is, um, she is the creator and lead actress of the series. Chewing gum that was on Netflix not too long ago. Hello, seventy six Grimké. She also is currently the um, the star and creator of uh, I May Destroy You that is playing on HBO Max. Um, she also played. There's also a movie that she's in that's called. Um, dark earth rising, I believe. So if you know who Michaela Cole is, please give me an M in the comments. Hey, Zephyrina. Um, and if those movies don't jar your memories, Michaela Cole, she's a British actress. She is, has, she's stunning. She has this beautiful dark chocolate skin and these cheekbones that will slice your jugular open, like, uh, just amazing features. And she's a very funny actress. Um, Anyway, so Michaela Cole, uh, the first time I was introduced to her was from her series Chewing Gum that was on Netflix, right? It was really funny. um, It was great. And, you know, I've heard things about her since then. Um, And as most recently, like I said, she came out with this series called uh, I May Destroy You. It's kind of a dark comedy about this woman who's trying to figure out the circumstances around um, an assault that happens to her, Right. Um, now, this was created, written, and and, and and starred in by Michaela Cole. And, you know, she had this pre-existing relationship with Netflix because of chewing gum, so she was shopping it around to them. And Netflix said, hey, you know, we, we want to buy this, um, but we, uh, you know, we want the copyrights. And Michaela Cole, she was like, well, I want to keep the copyright to the show that I wrote. Now, remember, copyrights are... A copyright says legally that I created this, whether it be a movie script, a book, a poem, a song, a dance choreography, a sculpture, a painting, copy protect your art, right? So Michaela Cole, she was doing the right thing. She said, I wrote this TV show. Hey, Reed. She said, I wrote this TV show. Netflix, do you want this TV show? Netflix said, yes, we want this TV show, but we also want your copyright. And Michaela said, no, I want my copyright. And they were going back and forth. And she even said, look, just give me 5% of my copyright. Can you imagine haggling back and forth with someone to give you 5% of what you created, right? So Netflix did not want to give Michaela Cole any copyright Rights to her own show, so Michaela Cole walked away from Netflix when um, when she presented um, "I May Destroy You," and now she's starring in it on HBO Max. And I entitled this episode "Michaela Cole Knows Her Worth" because she understands the value of her intellectual property. Why do you Netflix? Do you know? this conglomerate, why are you trying to take away someone's copyright, someone's legal right to the thing that they created, um, you know, when, like, there's no reason to, right, mind you, this was a million dollar deal with Netflix, so they offered her one million dollars for, um, I may destroy you. And she said, I'll take your $1 million, but you got to give me some copyright. And they said, no. And she walked away. Michaela Cole walked away from a $1 million deal. If you would walk away from a $1 million deal, give me a one. If you would not walk away from a $1 million deal, give me a two, okay? So if you would walk away from a $1 million deal, give me a one. If you would not walk away from a $1 million deal, give me a two. Michaela Cole chose one. She said, I know the value of my work. I know that this can benefit me, you know, later on. And this $1 million that Netflix is trying to offer me, um, uh, you know, it's not enough. Everybody said one. that hurt okay so you guys would take the million dollars so imagine what it took now I'm Michaela Cole she's not she's not broke by any means she's been acting for a long time but a million dollars is nothing to sneeze at it takes someone who really believes in their work who is very principled who understands their worth to say you know what this one million dollars that you're offering me is not enough I need people to know that this is my work you need to give me my copyright and she stuck to her guns, and now she has her show, she has her copyright, it's playing on HBO Max right now, so, yes, I'm proud of her too, Zephyrina, so I want to give a hand clap to Michaela Cole for not selling out, she said, money is not enough, I need, I need my respect, put some respect on Michaela Cole's name, alright, so, totally proud of her, um, so go check out seventy six. K said Monique tried to tell us. Yes, they did try to tell us, and they still offered Michaela Cole more than they offered Monique. They offered Monique two hundred fifty thousand um, dollars. All right, okay. So that was our first story. I literally found that story one hour before I got on here. So I was re- I'm, I was re- they really just made me happy. Um, next story that we are talking about. Has anybody heard of a movie called uh, The Amazing Wizard of Paws? Not Oz, ha- The Amazing Wizard of Paws, like Puppy Paws. If you have heard of The Amazing Wizard of Paws, give me a doggy emoji. If you heard of the film Amazing Wizard of Paws, give me a doggy emoji. Okay, um, and just for those of you who may not know, because I didn't know till I read this article, you haven't read. Okay. Sincere hasn't heard of it. Um, Amazing Wizard of Paws. It is a story. Oh, nobody's heard of this. It's a story about an, a, a boy who has an emotional support dog. And then, oh, you've heard of it, King Tax Services? Okay. It's a story about a boy who has an emotional support dog, and then he finds out that his emotional support dog has magic powers. That's as far as I got into the story. It's not for me, but congratulations, okay? Now, Amazing Wizard of Paws was created by this um, production company called First American Cinema, okay? Um, Hi, TV Moore. So first American cinema, they create this movie and, you know, they need to, they want to get their movie out into the world. So they start, you know, looking for distribution deals, right? Um, And they find one with uh, two companies, one called Screen Media Ventures and the other Sony Crackle. Does anybody watch the Crackle app? I have watched it. They have a couple of cute things on there. If you have ever watched Crackle give me a C. There's an app on it on Roku. I think it had its own channel at one time. But if you've heard of the Crackle network um, that's run by Sony, give me a C in the comments. Okay. So first American cinema, they had deals with screen media ventures and Sony Crackle to distribute their films. Thank you, Sincere39 for the C. Thank you, King Tax Services. Thank you, Laree. Right. So First, first American Cinema, they said, hey, Crackle, hey, Screen Media, we got this deal. So you guys can play our movie on your network, um, you know, and we get our cut. Thank you, Zephyrina, for the C. right? Here's the problem. After Screen Media Ventures got the distribution deal with um, a First American Cinema, they took that movie, Amer- Amazing Wizard of Paws, and packaged it with other deals and licensed it out to other networks, other channels and we're streaming it and we're not giving first american cinema their cut. You have Sanyo Roku TV? Okay. Now, what that means in plain English, basically think about it like this. You know how when somebody has their Netflix login and they share it out with everybody, you share it with four or five different people, right? Now, your Netflix is getting 12.99 a month from the primary, you know, account holder. They're not getting 12.90 a month from the other 3-4 people that have that login. So technically that is lost revenue for Netflix, right? So this is the same thing as First American Cinema. First American Cinema said hey, Screen Media Ventures, we gave you the right to show our movie. We did not give you the right to go share our movie with other people and not give us any royalties, right? Um, as well as that, um, Screen Media, um, well, Sony Crackle, they played the movie for free um, on their affiliate channels, and they allowed those affiliate channels not only to stream that movie, but to play ads. So they were making extra money off of the amazing Wizard of Paws and not giving First American Cinema their cut. So First American Cinema has filed a copyright infringement suit against Screen Media Ventures and Sony Crackle. Look, You have to abide by the terms of your contract. They had a distribution deal that Screen Media Ventures and Sony Crackle could stream this movie on one one outlet. It did not give you a blanket license to go give it to all your little friends that they can watch whenever they want, especially if you're not giving me my cut. So First American Cinema, they are suing for ill-gotten profits because Um, Screen Media Ventures and Sony Crackle, they were running ads on that movie and they are suing for copyright infringement. And this is why it's important to have your paperwork in order because if First American Cinema did not have these copyrights, they wouldn't have any way to go to court to go and sue for their money, right? Um, But I just want you to, to understand that this is the intersection of copyrights and contracts copyright, you can license the right to your work away, right? But you can do it in very specific ways and you do that through contracts. And if people misuse your copyright, like they're giving the login to other people or they're streaming the, the, the movie on networks they're not to be streaming on, that is a breach of contract. So First American Cinema is suing both Screen Media Ventures and Sony Crackle to get back the profits, all of the money they made from the people who watched that movie. And apparently it was millions of people according to the numbers. So, um, just it, this is just a cautionary tale. Don't mess with people's copyrights and have your copyrights in order. So if people try to mess with you, you can go to court. All right. But, um, if you have not seen Excuse me, Amazing Wizard of Paws, uh, maybe check it out. It's not my thing, but, you know, sounds interesting, I guess. Who? Um, now, does everybody understand, um, Sincere39 said they still have their own channel. Who has their own channel, Sincere39? Um... But yeah, but uh, before we move on to our last story of the evening, do we have any questions about that story with, uh, the, the, the the copyrights and the rights to, you know, distribute and things like that? If there are any questions, now's your time to ask. Okay. Um, and while you do that, I'm just going to reset real quick to those who may have come in late. Um, oh yeah, they do have their, they do have their own channel. Uh, You're watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business, this show is for you. We teach you all the legal and business concepts you need to know, but in a plain English way. If you're in the startup phase of your business and you need legal help to... Get your paperwork in order. I want you to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Are oh, you watching it now since they're cool? Um, there you can book a free 15 minute consultation. You can also download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you launch your dream business in seven days or less. Um, as well at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can, um, subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can watch every episode of this show from like when I first started it was way bad (laughs) on my YouTube channel. You can uh, listen to the audio as well by subscribing to the podcast at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. So there are lots of ways to connect with me and see what I'm doing um, and can't wait to hear from you guys, okay? Moving on to our final story of the evening, okay? Um, Anybody here know what a Rolex is? If anybody got a Roley or you know what a Rolex is, give me a watch emoji, If you know... (laughs) Thank you, Zephyrina. If you know what a Rolex is, give me a watch emoji. I don't have a Rolex, but you know, one day I will. The Lord will bless me with one. If you know what a Rolex is, give me a watch emoji. Rolex, Rolex. Thank you, Sincere39. I got my watch emoji. All right. Now we know Rolexes. These are supposed to be the the top-of-the-line watches. They are like, you know... The statement piece, thank you, Matthew V. Um, you know, women, women. we like, you know, jewelry, shoes, and all these things. For men, they don't have as many options. I know a lot of men, watches are their thing, right? And if you've got a Rolex, you've got a really nice watch, right? Um, yes, Zephyrina, lots of money. Um, well, Rolex, we've actually talked about Rolex before. Rolex is very particular uh, um, about their watches. They don't want anybody you know, messing with them. Remember we had that case with La Californienne. They were like changing out the bands and stones and stuff. And Rolex is like, this is not an actual Rolex anymore. All this stuff. Rolex is very protective of their intellectual property. They don't want you messing with the Rolex brand. Okay. Now, um, I am not a Rolex owner or an enthusiast. So I did not know about this, know this about Rolex. But apparently there, there is a line of their watches, um, men are wearing bags now. Look, you got to carry your stuff, people are busy, you got your laptops, you got your wallet, you got keys, you got all manner of things. Everybody needs a bag. Um, but yes, so apparently Rolex has a um, a line of watches that come under the name Submariner. They call them the Submariner line of Rolexes, and supposedly they are the most well-known um, kinds of Rolexes. I don't wear Rolexes, so I can't say for sure, but I'm sure if there are any um, watch enthusiasts, uh, they would probably know. Yes, sincere thirty-nine. Who, what? What do I care if a man is wearing a bag? <laughs> um. Yes. So. Uh, Rolex, they've got, and they actually have a trademark for this line of watches, the the, the Submariner line of watches, right? Um, here's the problem. There is another watchmaking company called the Frank Muller Group, okay? Um, they also make watches. They make luxury watches. Hi, DeSis Oliveira, Jose. Um, and they tried to file a trademark in... Um, since it, for, un- I don't know if the watches are for underwater. I have never heard of a Rolex being waterproof. Is it? I don't know. Does anybody know if Rolexes are waterproof? Because we have one person who's asking if they're called Submariner because they're for underwater. Um, but getting back to, back to the question at hand. Um, <laughs> but yes, Frank Muller Group, they are another watchmaking company and they tried to file a trademark for the word "mariner" for their line of watches, okay. Um, the the watches Oh, the watches have themes. It's a diver watch, okay. The watches have themes. All right. So apparently, Matthew V is a is a watch enthusiast. So you know, school us on the Rolexes, right? So Frank Muller Group they they went to Singapore and they tried to file a trademark for the word "mariner" for their line of watches. And just like in the United States when you file a trademark in Singapore, they put the trademark application up for opposition. It's like the wedding when they say, speak now or forever hold your peace, right? Rolex stood up at the wedding and said, I got something to say. Rolex said, "Um, you should not, uh, oh, you you work in luxury retail? Well, you have a a section of knowledge that we don't have, sir. You are welcome in this place. Um, Yes. But, uh, Rolex, they stood up to the. They, they went to, to to Singapore. They said, "Hey, we got something to say about this trademark application. We don't think that you should let it go through with uh with Frank Muller Group because we Rolex, our watches are you know our most well known watches are called Submariner, and for you to allow another luxury watch company to have their line of Mariner watches, there is a uh, there is a possibility." of confusion in the marketplace. So um, I want to have a vote here. How many of you guys think that the Singapore co- court agreed with Rolex? And how many of you guys thought um, um, think that the Singapore court said Rolex go on somewhere? If you think the Singapore court agreed with Rolex, give me a one. If you think the Singapore court said, Rolex, you're reaching, give me a two. Because Rolex said, you should not allow this Mariner trademark for watches because we have a Submariner trademark for watches. That is the argument, okay? Matthew 1. Okay, so you guys think that the Singapore court sided with, um, sided with, a. Uh, Rolex, la reed and, and la reed and matthew and sincere 31 think that they sided with rolex zephyrina and 76 grimk think that the singapore court sided with frank muller group well la reed, sincere and matthew you guys are all correct margaret thinks it's uh uh frank muller frank muller one uh, actually, Sincere, Matthew and Laurie, you are correct. The Singapore court agreed with Rolex. They said, you know, you're both in the luxury watch business, right? Um, which is, you know, a, a small subset of people. It's a, it's a small community. So those who are into luxury watches, they really know them. So if you're out there in the luxury watch world, and you know that Submariner, that told that absolutely one hundred percent means Rolex. When you hear Mariner, there might be a possibility of confusion that this is a Rolex product. So the Singapore court agreed with Rolex, and they um, denied Frank Muller Group's trademark for the uh, for the the Mariner trademark for watches. So. Do you guys think that the Singapore court got it right? Now that we know the answer, hi Falcon Chris 67, you haven't been on in a minute. How many of you guys think that the Singapore court got it right? Do you think they were right to agree with Rolex? Give me a yes. If you think they were wrong to agree with Rolex, give me a no. Okay, let me know what you think about the Singapore court's um, decision. Now, we usually only talk about U.S. courts, but trademarks affect things worldwide. So, you know, we got to keep our eyes open. Sincere 39 thinks that the Singapore court got it right. Matthew thinks they got it right. Lorette thinks they got it right. Zephyrina thinks they got it right. Hey, Lorenzo. Um, Matthew V. said direct competition. Absolutely, because the luxury, my dog is going crazy and I don't know why. The luxury watch industry. Toby, you're being rude. The luxury watch industry is very is very small, right? So the people who are in it, they're gonna they know their watches. Um, since 839 said that design's been around. Everyone knows Rolex, right? Everybody knows Rolex, but. Everybody knows the name Rolex, but not everybody knows the name Submariner. It's those people who are really into watches like that who would know about the Submariner line. Just like Matthew V said, he works in luxury retail, so he knows about the Rolexes, right? Um, so those who are into luxury, luxury things would know. <coughs> <laughs> Toby's on attack mode, I guess. Um, but yeah, so the, uh, I'm sorry. Right. Um, I'm sorry, getting back to my point. Everybody knows Rolex, but not everybody knows Submariner. And those who know Submariner, they know it's a Rolex. So for you, as a rival watchmaker to have to try to have your line named Mariner. Yes, there is a big possibility of confusion out there. So I agree with you guys. I think that the Singapore court got it ooh, excuse me. I just leaked. that the Singapore court got it right to deny the Mariner trademark for the Frank Muller Group, okay? But um yeah, so those were the stories that we had for tonight. We talked about Michaela Cole and her turning down a million dollars from Netflix because they didn't want to give her copyrights to her own, um, to her own TV show. Uh, we talked about, uh, amazing wizard of Paws and the creators suing the distribution companies for, you know, giving the logins to their family members and not paying the fee. And we talked about Rolex stopping, you know, someone from trademarking a similar name in Singapore. So guys, intellectual property, it, it is pervasive. It is a part of every facet of, Amer- of business in general, not just American business. Intellectual property makes businesses run. It is, it is so important that an actress was willing to to leave a million dollars on the table because she wanted the rights to her work. So when we talk about intellectual property, it's not a small thing. This is something that you created. You want you want to be able to own your creations. You don't want someone to be able to steal or just buy your ideas, right? So that's why it's important to make sure that your intellectual property is protected. And if you need help with that, meaning through trademarks, copyrights, or patents, those are things that I can help you do. And if I can't help you, I can definitely point you towards someone who can get you to the place where you need to be, all right? I want to see you guys win out here in these streets. It's too many people having ideas stolen on a daily basis. Because they don't have intellectual property on their work, all right? So I want you guys to be smart. Y'all are super smart. Y'all be here all the time. we be talking back and forth. I see what y'all say. You're incredibly intelligent people. Margaret Masters said, I wasn't thinking worldwide. Yes, trademarks, they affect you worldwide. That's why there are treaties to make sure that trademarks apply everywhere, okay? Or you can apply in the countries directly. So I want you guys to be out here. I want you to protect your stuff, okay? and the way that you can do that is i have digital products i have my um, protect your biz excuse me video training series that will give you the breakdown of trademarks pads and copyrights plus my ebooks it's four videos three ebooks it's it's a lot the protect your biz video training Go pick that up if you need help with your intellectual property, okay? So those are the things that I'm going to leave you with tonight. We're actually right at 8.35, so it's time for us to end. Um, I will be back tomorrow with stories, and we'll do a little bit of Q&A. We didn't have time today, but that's okay. I really enjoyed the stories. I enjoyed the interaction. Y'all are amazing. Love having you here every night. It makes me feel really good and makes me feel that, you know, what I'm doing is valuable. So thank you for being here. Now, as we, you know, um, break for the night, make sure you take care of yourselves, drink your water, get some rest, wash your hands, wear your masks. Um, Don't go in crowded places. All right. Have a good night, guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. We welcome Lareed.